Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM and WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for showing up here this afternoon. 608-785-7914 is a better hearing center. Talk at text line 785-7914. Also on Facebook or Twitter, you could send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Once again, the better hearing center. Talk at text line is 608-785-7914. 785 Welcome. I, interestingly, we had this conversation about pedestrians and crosswalks and people getting run over uh, yesterday and um, spawned some interesting comments. Uh, I was uh, leaving from work today and there was um, at the corner of um, Fifth and State, right by the post office there, there was a, a woman who was sprawled out in the street who had apparently been clipped by a car in the crosswalk, interestingly enough. Um, you know, one of the things that I marvel at is, not marvel at, but I mean, it, it is, it, I think it's, you know, perfectly a normal thing for people to help, but like everybody stops, right? And people drop ex- everything that they're doing. A lot of people. A lot of people just, you know, like, I'm not getting involved in that. People drop what they're doing and see what they can do to help out, you know, comforting or calling or stopping traffic or moving traffic or whatever they have to do. So it's pretty amazing stuff. Uh, and it's, and it's, uh, it's great to see. It's great to see, you know, the, the, the core of people, um, is good, right? Like for most people, the, the, the urge to help outweighs the urge to avoid. And that's a good thing. But I'll tell you what, y'all get your head out of your butts. Stop talking on your damn phones. Because I'm going to start knocking some heads together. I swear. If you, if you don't start putting the damn phones down, I'm going to bring out a baseball bat and start bashing the head. Don't run over people in crosswalks. I'm done with it. Police can't do this, right? So police can't come up to you and whack you in the head for being on your phone while you're driving. I don't have that limit. It's starting to make me mad. Just be warned. All right, I got that off my chest. All right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Man, I do not... As long as I have been alive, and a lot longer than that, This ridiculous mess in that is the, you know, the conflict between Israel and, and Palestine or whatever that is, that is not official, but should be, or may not be, or whatever that is, has just been, you know, we have been peppered throughout, throughout my entire life. I've been peppered with images of black tire smoke basically rolling up into the air from that chaos that is the Middle East and especially that area in uh, Israel. 
And I, you know, moving the embassy, America moving the embassy to Jerusalem <laughs> probably probably doesn't doesn't make that a less it doesn't make that a smaller conflict. Doesn't make it a smaller conflict. I just when you you know we got people and protests and dozens and dozens of people dead and I sometimes I just it is it's amazing to me that there are so many who are confident that this nation remains on the right side of this conflict. I I just don't because it's not it's not it's not a simple we're the good guys, they're the bad guys. I just don't it just seems like it's more it it's more than that. And it's uh it's more complicated than that. I just, at some point, at I, what I hope for at some point in my life, that my ingestion of um, media from that part of the world is not about bombs blowing up, people getting mowed down by gunfire, trying to get out of their caged little area of the world. That'd be my hope. But I got a, I got you know a lot of other things to worry about too. So I will uh, I'll continue along that path. But that just occurred to me today. I just I don't living like that seems just extraordinary to me, especially in my world where everything is just so good. Water is so good. I got all the water I could possibly. My my wife planted flowers on Sunday. Right. I mean, I got grass that needs mowing. That feels good. I got dogs that are just happy and joyful as can be. Everything is going good. Everything is amazing in my world. Isn't it, isn't it just bizarre that the rest of that, that side of the planet is not anything like that ever? Ever. Never anything like that. It's crazy. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. It's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at fourteen ten wizm dot com. Uh, you may have seen the story. We have it on our uh, website at wisdomnews dot com. Uh, Beer by Bike Brigade, which, and I will admit this, I I I think I'm on the record uh, of maybe two years ago. It may have been two years ago, maybe three years ago. I don't know. It was right about the beginning of Beer by Bike Brigade that I was kind of like poking at him a little bit because dudes on their bikes, riding around, drinking drinks. That's long before I knew what Beer by Bike Brigade was all about. It is, it is a, to me, it's a, it's a tremendous organization. You know, I've taken, I've taken part in two rides. And it's, you know, some people do it every ride they're involved in. And it's a, it's a, it's this massive philanthropic organization that involves dozens, hundreds of people, you know, and, uh, they're all about 
raising money and donating and um I I don't and that you know I don't know if there's a core philosophy or a mission goal they also remain somewhat hidden in their by with their intentions uh, overall uh but um donating more bike racks and bike fix it stations to the city of lacrosse and I guess with that I'm wondering you know, we talk a lot about, well, we talked about pedestrians yesterday. We talk a lot about bicycles and, and the conflicts that occur between uh, cars and bicycles and pedestrians and all that other garbage that goes along with that. But I wonder if they're effectively changing the culture with what they do. Love to hear from you. 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. Is Kent on the line? All right, let's go to Kent. Ken, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi, Mitch. Yeah, uh, about that that fighting over there. It looks like the Palestinians want the land and the Israelites want the land. So they've been fighting for thousands and thousands of years. And uh, that Israel uh, prime minister said that anybody that comes near the fence, they will shoot them down. And so it's just a mess over there, Mitch. Love show. Yeah, Ken, I I wouldn't disagree with that. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, the, without question, it's absolutely a mess. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. The Better Hearing Center talk text line. More to come. Stick around. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You've heard this before. Unfortunately, things can and do break. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM and WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Uh, thanks for being here. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center Talk text line, 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. 608-785-7914. Nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Just got a message from someone. I was talking about Israel and Palestine. They posed the question: Are we sure we're on the right side of this thing? This message, my email said, "Yes, of course we're on the right side." What a stupid question! <laughs> All right, I don't think it is a stupid question. I mean, I think it's. I think that we have legitimate long-term allies in the world and Israel is one of those it's there's no question um I, I mean I don't think that you know we our influence is not nearly uh is is extremely strong because we have that foothold that involves um Israel and obviously it's sometimes that that relationship is warmer and, and cooler depending on the situation. Uh, again, this just depends on I I you know, obviously the last presidency there was not a whole lot of warmth there, but uh you have to admit when you're watching people get mowed down at the you know, and the fence at Gaza, it just it does make you begin to have questions right yes right when the jedi were fighting in the clone wars they were actually 
under the rule of Emperor Palpatine, who was the Darth Lord Sidious, the Lord of the Sith. They didn't even know it. Yeah. So they thought they were on the right side, too, in the Clone Wars, and turned out they were, you know, duped the whole time. Are we being duped? Yeah, and I don't think it's that, necessarily. I mean, we have a long... I don't think there's no duping going on. I think that there is a... um, you know, we have a long-standing relationship with Israel, and you know, it's a, it's a it's a they are a strong, strong. If not, maybe the strongest ally that we have outside of Great Britain and France and Germany. Maybe I don't know. I just I don't. It strikes me as like we can't. Is it is it easy to say to paint with a broad brush and say all the Palestinians are terrorists? Can we just do that? I mean, that makes it easy, right? Then you can easily mow them down. Man, you can get a machine gun up in there and just like put that thing on autopilot and let's zip it around and cut down bodies left and right. They're all terrorists. Are they? And if they aren't, then what are we talking about here? And I think it's, it's worthwhile to maybe evaluate that at some point, isn't it? And that doesn't make us Nazis. If we, are, if we question what the nation of Israel does... That doesn't make us Nazis. That makes us wonder what the hell they're doing. But on the other hand, like I said, I mean, if they're all like, if all those Palestinians getting killed at that fence over in Gaza are, are you know, they're all Hamas-backed terrorists, backed by the Iranians and all that kind of stuff, then we could probably justify it endlessly. Let's go to the phone, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, uh, Joe, let's go there. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, I think the bigger thing to worry about, you know, the religious war has been going on for thousands of years. I think the bigger influence that we have over there is how, you know, we try to pay these rebel groups to influence the government and cause trouble so that we can start manufacturing over there without, you know, the natives getting in the way. So I think that what the ruining of the Middle East that we've done in the last 50 years in the name of, you know, bigger profits for corporations around here, mm-hmm. that's the bigger side that we need to worry about. You know, how do we fix that? Because we're totally on the wrong side of that. And plus, we're still wrapped up in all the religious aspect of it. Yeah. Only now, we've screwed up almost every country by infiltrating it with, you know, people like ISIS and stuff that we give weapons to because they know the layout of the land. They know the way to get the best influence, and we pay them all to do it. We've got everything so messed up over there that what's it matter if we're on the right side of this Israel-Palestinian? We've screwed the whole entire place up in the name of corporate profits. It's unbelievable. Hmm. We started in Mexico. We moved it to China. When all those people wanted a higher living wage, we went to India. And then when they want a higher living wage... We go to the Middle East and North Africa. The problem is, is the people there don't want the lifestyle that we have. We force it on them by picking militant groups that we think will have the biggest influence. We pay them with money and weapons, let them do their thing, and then out of the ashes we expect to build some type of democracy where we're going to make money off of it by manufacturing that. That's the big problem. So is, is from your view, is the biggest problem that we try to build democracies? We try to, uh, we engage in nation we, building? We call it building democracies, mm-hmm. but really all it is is we try to get over there and get a foothold in manufacturing so that we can keep costs low so that 15 people that own the company can make all the money. All right. And we just keep moving across the world doing that. In the name of democracy, when really it's the name of corporate profits. 
and so our and so our government remains complicit in in uh, the these corporations uh, reach for for more and more profits by providing the military security needed to gain those profits. Is is that what I'm hearing you say? Well, I really believe that when we stepped into Afghanistan to build their quote air quotes here democracy, sure. what we had to do was figure out what are they going to do with their poppies. Right. Because I'm sure some of it was payment to the government, some of it was payment to Taliban, a lot of it was payment to these other tribes. So we took in, we took over all of those poppy fields, and we just started we started distributing out where the money was going to go to. Well, we had to have a way to sell that, and I think that's how everyone here got hooked on opioids. I think our government pushed it on us in order to to make that crop sell over there so that we could build, quote, the democracy, and you see what kind of mess they're still in. And then we go to Egypt. We go everywhere. We pay all these militants. We create groups like ISIS. We give them the weapons because they know the people. They know the way out of the land. They know how to get things done. And then, you know, we just use them as pawns until we can get what we need over there. And then we're surprised when they attack us back because we stop supplying them with money and weapons. Joe, you you have like a you used, have a you have a we just used you 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 have a really dim view of American foreign policy. Oh, that well, you don't think we're doing that? How do you think these people are making their billions? Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, there's we we do, and this has always been the case. We have uh, used uh, you know American might to secure security for it American only got corporations. Worse with the she was so wrapped up in it that she couldn't help herself at the State Department. And so many people have invested in her worldview of economics mm-hmm. that that's what we're seeing as the pushback right now. Mm-hmm. All those people were promised tons of profits within the next 20 years, and she lost it all. Well, yeah. I, she, I, it certainly... she lost control of it all. Yeah. Well, and those, those world Jeff Bezos and those people have sunk so much money into the belief that she was going to make them all king. Right. By, by us screwing up the whole entire Middle East, and now look what we're in. So the, the, so the Israeli so the Israeli Palestinian conflict is is just it's not even a close to being the, the as as for us a, a major conflict in the Middle East in, in your view. My view is I have no idea what kind of propaganda we've been involved in in feeding the Palestinians and the Jewish and the Muslim people in that direct area. Uh-huh. I. I'm not sure what our control is or where our foothold is there, but I guarantee you it's been a propaganda machine for years. Why does it keep going? All right. Well, I, like, I, I'm going to leave it there, Joe. I appreciate the call because I want to get Jerry in here who has he wants to respond to, uh, to a couple of those comments, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Rick? Okay. Let's go to Jerry then. Jerry, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, how are you doing, Mitch? I'm all right. I'm all right. If this, guy, if this guy has a real dim view of the country and everybody in it, doesn't he? No, I don't think everybody um, I, in it. He was talking about American foreign policy. That's not you and me, sir. Yeah, well, it's, that, that is us. <laughs> we is us. Uh, but I, I hope that this guy doesn't raise any children or that he doesn't teach school. Um, uh, this is really a negative, you know, pie-in-the-sky uh, plot that he's weaving here. Uh, I don't know what he's after or, or what he's been smoking, but... Um, I think he better quit. Thanks, Mitch. All right. Well, Jerry, I, I have to say that I, you know, that there is obviously the American foreign policy is guided in a large part by the needs and wants of um, American business. So I don't, I don't know if he that that's completely off base. That's always been the case. Always. 
since the dawn of America that has been the case. And we inherited that from Great Britain. I mean, the East India Tea Company is, is the model there. So I don't, I don't know if he's completely off base with the, the maybe, maybe the, the, the scope of what he's envisioning is maybe not there, but I don't think it's so far-reaching to believe that our military might and our foreign policy in some ways is uh, associated with the need for American business to remain competitive on a global scale. 608-785-7914. And is that bad, necessarily? That would be another question. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. More to come, stick around. We know you don't want to need us, but when you do, we're there. There's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk, BM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Uh, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is wide open for you at 608-785-7914, We're also on Facebook and uh, Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Facebook Live, too. Uh, I was m- talking about Beer by Bike Brigade earlier and said... Um, I was talking about the Beer by Bike Brigade as a philanthropic organization. Greg on Facebook is taking issue with that. Says it sounds like an organization for alcoholics that lost their driving privileges and still want to go bar hopping. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, People who drink aren't necessarily alcoholics. Just just, for all the teetotalers out there, it's totally fine. I'm not judging you. I don't expect you to judge me and my ilk. Because we have a couple beers. And um, and frankly, there's absolutely nothing illegal about riding a bike and drinking in Wisconsin. It might be in other states, but nothing here. Now, you still can't, you still have to obey the traffic laws. But if you're riding your bike and you are hammered, I mean plowed, and doing it uh, carefully and legally... You know what? You're still fine. Which is really strange when you think about it. It's really because you are, I mean, legitimately at that point, you're a road hazard, right? You are a problem if that is actually happening. But I tell you what, I've been on these rides, the Beer by Bike Brigade rides, and it's a few stops and, you know, a drink or two, and you're on your way, and it raises a lot of money. And I'm going to stick with philanthropic. I think they're good people. I very notably made uh, poked at this organization, I don't know, three years ago, before I really knew what they were doing. And I think that they're, what I, it seems to me, from my perspective, what I've seen, I feel like they're doing some good stuff. Raising a lot of money, and um, for not just bike racks, although they're doing that too, but they're raising their money for other things as well. Now, they... I don't know what what the mission is necessarily. There's some stuff on Facebook. It's they're a little bit hard to pin down in that regard. But uh, tens of thousands of dollars they've raised for things like um, 
you know, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The thing in the Riverside Park, the, I want to say atrium, that's not right. Stage. We'll call it the stage for now since the rest of the word escapes me. But they've raised money for that. They've raised money to pay off school lunches, which is kind of a, I'm not entirely sure why they're doing that. Uh, Bandshell. Thank you, Rick. Bandshell is the money they raise money, the what they've raised money for. So uh, they are donating... Um, they're donating, uh, um, uh, again, another round of, uh, bike racks and, uh, fix it stations to the city of lacrosse. I know that uh, there's, we've had a lot of conflicts in relation to bikes in general, I think, because and we've talked about this a number of times, there is, seems to be an inherent conflict between those who are driving and those who are on their bicycles. And, and I, we all understand what that is, right? There's, there's an unwillingness for bicyclists to obey the traffic rules. And it's frustrating for other people than besides you. So, um, but what they, what they feel that they're, do, what they feel that they're doing is raising you know, some awareness and, um, providing places for people to, to facilitate getting around by bicycle. And we can all, we can all agree or disagree on whether that's a a reasonable or a good thing based on the infrastructure that's already in place. But, um, and they're, you know, they're getting some stuff done. Just not always something that people agree on. There's no question. All right, 608-785-7914, Also on uh, Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Um, <laughs> I, what's funny is that I, I it, were you, were you, how long ago was that that I was, was I, when I was poking at the Beer by Bike Brigade? Was that, I feel like it was a couple of years ago anyway, right? You're like, Poking, like uh, making yeah, it was fun kind of, of them? kind of making fun of them. I don't actually remember that. Okay, hmm. was that before? I don't know how long they've been around. No, I mean, I I don't know. If, I don't know if they've been. I'm not even sure. That wasn't that long ago. No. I mean, I'm ha- I'm hardly listening anyway when you're talking. That's a good point. That's a good point. No, that's true. Uh, are they setting to take over the world? Do you I, think? Because they're they not. Are, they don't they're have. Becoming, they don't... They're becoming a force to be reckoned with. I think. But they don't have like a stated agenda. Not that you need one. I, I mean, they do have they do have something like that. So it's, it's I don't know if it's an exact mission statement, and I'm not I don't I'm not entirely sure what the leadership structure is necessarily. The bar's awfully like them, right? Because oh, they're just bringing people all goodness, over the place. Yes, my goodness, great. yes, yeah, they are. They it they and they can over they can they can make a night or a week for one of the organizations that hosts them. There's no question. I don't know how people feel about when they when they see, you know, hundreds of bicycles out on the street. Uh, and I don't. There's not that many rides per year, but when they do get out on the street and they, they, you know, they become this giant train of bicycles that are uh, tooling along on uh, city streets. Well, I mean, yeah, basically bar hopping. I, I'm not sure how you know people who are out on the road who witness that. I don't, I'm not sure how they're feeling about it. But uh, 5,124 followers on Facebook. It's a influential. 
Have I, ever? I call that influential. Every once in a while, something happens at a bar where, like, a bar owner will do something that pisses off the community or pisses someone off, and it goes a little viral on Facebook. And yeah. viral, I mean, like, yeah. locally viral. Yep. Yep. Have yep. they ever been involved in, in no. something like that? Not to my knowledge. No. I mean, I haven't. I haven't seen. Not in. in you're talking about in relation to one. Well, of their like ro- a bar owner does something where he kicks a. I remember. I don't remember where. Like he he kicked a black guy out or something. It's just something that like I just remember reading like a lot okay. of. Yeah, I don't. To my knowledge, we haven't had. There hasn't been an incident. I mean, it doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I just don't. I don't remember something that's been that's gone nuts with with that group. I mean, it's it's interesting. I've been on a couple of these rides, and first of all, I'm st- and I think that I at a, a couple different stops, I just frankly stunned at the number of people that that showed up. Well, that's what I was getting at. Is like if you make these guys upset, then I mean, I feel like most of the people that go on these things are like bar goers or kind of interested in the local bar yeah, scene. They're not though. They're it's not. not. Okay. No, it's it's an amazing mixture of people. It's okay. not. It is. Um, you know, a lot of business owners, some very well-heeled people in the community that are riding along as well. I'm, I, you know, a little surprised at who, uh, who you, who I run into, who I have run into on these rides. Um, it, it's, it's pretty compelling stuff. So very influential, I'd say, and, and increasingly so. And I, I don't really have an explanation for it. I don't think anybody else does either. It's just a, a need, maybe a need for. It just happens to be... Well, it's an easy social outlet. Like, it is an easy social outlet. Get on your bike, go to a bar. <laughs> and you know, well, and at that point, you know, at this point, I mean, you know people are going to be there. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to... Yeah, it's going to be a party. And it is. It's a party. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it's hard to get there from Hoka on my bike. It's just... You know, you are... Your your problem is more tire, about living in Hoka. Tires are still flat. 608-785-7914. If you like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Right back. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds continues after this. No, pal. We're not there yet. I know. I know. You're excited for the Automotion Classic Car Show. Well, I am too. But just try to practice your patience. Nope. Not there yet. You just asked me that. So what do you want to see first? You know, my favorite is seeing all the rows of classic cars. But you really like the swap meet, don't you, buddy? That'll be something to tell your pals about Monday. Just try to stay by my side this year, okay? No wandering off. No, kiddo. Not yet. Look, son, you're 35 years old. You can wait a few more miles. Take a look at Patrick in the back. He's seven, and we haven't heard a peep. You're never too old to be excited about the 32nd Annual Automotion Classic Car Show. Featuring a... All right, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Um, the... Um, on the Better Hearing Center talk text line, a number of uh, people chiming in today in relation to, we were talking about Israel and Palestine earlier. Um, you know, we don't, this is, you know, I don't, I don't get into international politics or um, American foreign policy terribly often. Again, without having someone here to talk to, it's a little bit beyond, it's well beyond my expertise. Um but uh, 
on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, um, one listener says, if Israel's our significant other, maybe it's time for them to see other people. Hmm. Uh, also, Israel, despite its popularity in the U.S., is the dependent partner in this relationship. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. If they are such a great ally, why, when the U.S. Navy was busy escorting oil tankers during the Iran-Iraq war, did Israel do nothing to help, and it remained on the sidelines in both the 1991 Gulf War and the 2003 Iraq War? I mean, that makes sense, though. I think. I think you don't want Israeli troops on the field except in a defensive posture. Because all it does is just rally other nations in the Mideast. If you are in the middle of conflicts in the Mideast, you don't want one more thing for other nations to rally around. And there's not a lot of love for Israel and the Middle East. And that is part of the, part of the obviously part of the issue. Uh, let's see. Gary, uh, in relation to the uh, Beer by Bike Brigade, Gary says it's safer on a trike. Oh. And uh, we, we were talking about Beer by Bike Brigade and the types of things doing in the community. We post the story on our website. You can look it up at wisdomnews.com to donate more bike racks. Someone going on the street. I mean, those are... There have been some... Issues, I think, with with people in relation to the bike racks on the street. They don't want them on the street. They don't. I don't think people mind bike racks. They just don't. I think that I think that there's some frustration in relation to bike racks on, on occasion being in you know parking where there would otherwise be parking. So, I, you know, they are there. I think there is some level of resentment because of that. I think there's also some people that aren't big fans of, uh, you know, people on bicycles. So that's the other part of it. 608-785-7914. This lister says, along with Beer by Bike Brigade, Smith Bikes is putting on a learn how to ride your bike properly on Tuesday night. Oh, that's cool. Ride your bike properly. (laughs) In other words, something that 98% of bicyclists in La Crosse should go to. 608-785-7914. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. I bet I would learn things. We've got, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. we got Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Well, I gave you my assessment of the whole situation in Israel. First of all, I've been watching this uh, for 50 years. So uh, Israel, of course, has an incredibly powerful military uh, uh, Russia, United States, and China are the only ones that are bigger, uh, but for person for person, they are probably the strongest military in the world. Everybody in the Mideast hates them. Uh, we have a great relationship with them in America, but all their neighbors hate them. Um, and so here's the bottom line. Uh, they will fail eventually, and they won't fail without a fight. And I'll predict that before they go down and probably be within 20 years, they will use nuclear weapons to, on whoever's attacking them, which will probably be several of their neighbors at once. They have neighbors that have sworn they're going to destroy Israel, and, and, and they will. 
um, simply because they are so, uh, well, the mentality there, that's a big part of it, but they, they do not like them. They don't like their relationship with America. And uh, so it's uh, it's just not a good situation. If I were, and I, actually, if I were the American government, I would try to wean Israel because it's going to drag us into a major war if we uh, don't say, hey, you guys are going to have to do this on your own. Can I, can, can I ask you, let me just ask you this, because I'm, uh, when you say Israel's going to fail, uh, assuming that the government, the American government does not wean Israel, as you suggest, how, how do they fail if America continues to be an ally? They, I mean, they can't, can they? They can, because okay. uh, they will, they're, they're neighbors. We've, uh, we have so far, one at a time, uh, haven't been able to really defeat them. They just continue to keep coming back. So they're going to gang up, and they are going to overwhelm Israel. Uh, as soon as one of those countries has a nuclear weapon, uh, they will use it. Uh, that Maybe not instantly, but pretty soon. And again, and this is no secret, they've said time after time in a couple countries there that say they are working toward the destruction of Israel. Sure, of course. And, yeah, so yeah. Uh, the, uh, they'll, they'll do it quick, and um, what can we do then at that point? Okay. Uh, and, and they know, they know Israel. Israel is one of the only countries on earth that they'll flat out tell you, you attack us, we will do whatever it takes to stop you, and they will. They literally will do it. Yeah. So, so it's uh, it's always been a very difficult area of the world, and that's not going to change. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I mean, certainly, there's there is no more problem area of the globe. Um, you know, again, from just the global perspective, obviously, there are locally, if you are in certain areas of the world, there's obviously some locally some issues that are much bigger than that. But from a global perspective, the Mideast continues to be the uh, after decades and decades, still a hot spot. 608-785-7914. We got Jim on next. Jim, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi, Mitch. I just happened to tune in and uh, heard you talking about Israel yeah. and America. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I approach this from a Bible's uh, perspective, and the Bible tells about what will happen. <clears throat> so you can, in my book, you can take it to the bank. What will, and, ha- what, what, what will happen? What are we looking at? Okay, what we're looking at is that somewhere down the road here, there's going to be a peace treaty that Israel's going to make. <clears throat> and basically, it's going to be with the Antichrist, who's going to... Uh, there's going to be three and a half years of... Uh, it's not going to be real peace, but it's going to be better than... You know, they think it's real. They think it's real, but in, after three and a half years, he breaks the treaty and turns against Israel. But Israel, I mean, Israel is God's nation, and they're His chosen people. And I, I'm so glad that our president is on their side. And because the Bible says that anybody that goes against Israel, God curses. And so, if we want to be blessed as a nation, as America, I mean. President Trump is doing the right thing, but uh, eventually there's going to be a peace treaty, and then it's going to be broke after three and a half years, and that's going to lead to the Great Tribulation and the Battle of Armageddon. Okay. So that's pretty much the long and short of it. And that, and that, as far as you're concerned, that's what the Bible says, so that's, that's, that's going to happen. Yep. Okay. And there's, the temple's going to be rebuilt. The temple's going to be rebuilt, and they're going to start offering sacrifices like in the Old Testament. 
but then the Antichrist is going to step into that temple, and he's going to set himself up as God. Okay. He's going to pollute the temple. Okay. So our obligation as a nation is to continue to ally ourselves with Israel because they are, um, like you said, God's God's nation, as it were. As it were. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, Jim, I look, I appreciate your input. Uh, thanks for the call. 608-785-7914. Different perspective, perhaps, on that comes from this listener who says, currently around $5 billion in U.S. taxes go directly to Israel each year. Since 1948, Americans have been forced to give Israel, at minimum, over four times the amount it took to put man on the moon. Uh, your perspective on that, is it more like Jim's or more like uh, Joe, who from who we heard earlier, who... Uh, did not have a, a very uh, a bright and uh, shiny and, and sparkly view of American foreign policy as it relates to the Middle East in general. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. 785-7914. There's more to come. Stick around. Piano practice is kind of fun sometimes, but it can be hard work. Hey, it's my turn. I need to practice too. Hey, I'm Kenzie. All right, welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for showing up here this afternoon and this evening. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914, 785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. This hour, by the way, brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery supporting us here this hour, but also making me happy just about every single day with all the wonderful beer they make. You can find out more about that by just downloading the free app on your phone, the Pearl Street Brewery app. It's free, and it gives you all kinds of information about not only the types of things that that brewery is involved in the community, and baby, it's a lot, but also the kinds of beers they have, where they drop, where you can find them, all that stuff, and more using the Pearl Street Brewery app. 608-785-7914 is a Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, we're kind of waffling or vacillating or something that it indicates we're moving back and forth between bicycles and little things like the Mideast conflicts <laughs> involving Israel and Palestine and Clone Wars. Yeah, we were talking about Clone Wars a little bit as well. So um, I'm not going to go full-on lacking direction, but I will say that it... Um, we are certainly um, moving in, in many, uh, in, in multiple directions uh, tonight. Your thoughts on any of those things? I posed the question last hour on whether there needs to be some examination of how America is allied in this, in this conflict between this ongoing, never-ending, never-ceasing conflict between, Amer- between Israel and Palestine. And obviously things have changed significantly with the move of the American embassy to Jerusalem. That's a major, major change. That's a major shift in out of neutrality. And I don't know if we, how neutral we really were, but certainly any, any level of neutral that we were involved in is absolutely gone now. It has completely disappeared. And I, I think 
it just it begs i think the discussion of whether there should be some examination of how we are how how we ally ourselves in this in this conflict and it's difficult to to feel great about how israel israel's act israelis act when when you have dozens of palestines gunned down at the gaza fence just it's if you like I said before if you say all right it doesn't matter that whole country is a bunch of terrorists anyway then you're all good but if they're not then you kind of have to do a little bit of soul searching I think 608-785-7914-785-7914 talk more about that it is uh, 80 degrees which is remarkable. It'll snow tomorrow. No, it's 80 degrees down to 52 tonight. This is like the perfect week. It's the perfect. In fact, I'm calling on, uh, calling out, calling in sick for the rest of the week. But 82 degrees, uh, 83 uh, tomorrow um, and Thursday and Friday, all with a lot of sun in the sky. Down in the 50s at night, perfect for sleeping. It doesn't get any better than this. 608-785-79114, rather. More to come, stick around. WisdomNews.com. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Drew Kelly. Stay informed with the area's largest radio news team. This is Wisdom News. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds across Talk PM and WIZM. More of your calls and comments coming up after this word about Bion Service Center in Jackson Street in La Crosse. Uh, so made the call to Bion's today. I have to get the uh, the Wisdom Mobile in for an oil change. Uh, it's a little bit overdue, but uh, I'm getting that in this week. Also, uh, had to um, make an appointment to get uh, new tires on my wife's car, finally, believe it or not. Yeah, well, you know, it needs to be done. <laughs> I took a look at them yesterday, and they're a little bit worn. At any rate, so it gives you an indication of the types of things that uh, buy-ins can take care of on your car. It's not only just the routine maintenance, like oil changes and things like that, but also major repairs, which I've had done there multiple times. And, uh, and when you need to get tires or battery or something like that, that's your place as well. They do it all, and they do it all really, really well and at a great, great price. And uh, the service is fantastic, and the people are, are great to work with as well. It gives you that, you know, that old-timey kind of uh, small-town feeling when you go in there. They've been doing it the same place since 1929, so it makes sense that it would feel that way. But um, so I, uh, th- I take advantage of that and I, that's where I, uh, that's why I take care of, uh, all the things I need to take care of there. That's why they're my mechanic for life and why I tell people all the time, the only place in La Crosse I'll take my cars for repairs, service and maintenance. It's buy on service center. Just go there and tell them Mitch Reynolds say you. Tell me about your ears, your ears. Do you use them? Do you use your ears more than your yappity trap? In other words, can you listen? Can you ask amazing questions and then drink in the info? We have some stellar businesses in this town, more than most. We need someone like you who can really listen, listen to them tell their stories, and then figure out a way to share those stories with customers. When you help businesses win with great marketing, you get great rewards. Yeah, our top salespeople are... Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. You can call us on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. Talking about Beer by Bike Brigade a little while ago, I did get a, um, an email from someone uh, 
who was expressing, it's actually long, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, they were expressing how much they appreciate the community that is uh, involved, the Beer by Bike Brigade, and in the words of, where is that now? In the words of the emailer, this is a truly good organization doing good things in our community. People who criticize don't know what they're talking about. So there's that. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Also talking a little bit about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, which is you know another hot point this week. It's not... It's weird because we talk about it like, ah, it's conflict and we got tires burning in the streets and, you know, or whatever in that no man's land in the Gaza Strip. It's, it's incredible because, and then Tom called earlier, talked about how he's been, you know, following this conflict for the last 50 years. And for as long as I've been alive, there have been, there's been newsreel footage of essentially tires burning or whatever burning in is somewhere in Israel, Palestine, somewhere, right? Because there's been constant conflict and there's people, there's attacking this and shooting that and blowing this up and all kinds of stuff. It's endless, never ending. Uh, and uh, who was it? Tom said it's never going to end. Um, uh, Joe earlier had, had talked about how this is a part of the, a, a significantly, one of the, one of the, parts that is flawed with American foreign policy, uh, other parts having to do with the rest of the influence on the Middle East in general, and um, American foreign policy is, um, from his perspective, American foreign policy is focused on essentially maximizing uh, profits for American businesses, and that is largely what our, our foreign policy is when it relates to the Middle East. Now, there is there's some argument to be made for that, I think, or has been made in the past because national security largely is based on on uh, prosperity for the for the American people, or it has been in the past anyway. So that's been our model up until now. Uh, and so to protect that prosperity, you have to project force forward across the globe, or that's, I suppose, the neocon view of, of the world. And, um, and so there have to, you have to be engaged in other nations in order to keep that, uh, keep that going. It's interesting, however, how much we've been focused on the Middle East and how much China has been focused on Africa, which seems to be the better long range plan to a certain extent. When you look at how much China is involved, especially with like cobalt mining and things like that in Africa, and really just put this put in there just foot down in Africa and just setting up shop, really. And that, that I don't, again, foreign policy, not a, not a thing that I excel at in any kind of way. So I don't know. Maybe China's getting that one wrong, but it does seem like there's a lot there. There's a lot there that they're doing to take advantage. And I don't know if that's good or bad for the African pe- people in Africa, but uh, there's a lot of things that they're doing that are, that are uh, that are will help that nation China exploit the uh, African raw materials, which the United States is not necessarily doing as much of at this point. Although some, for sure, some. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. We have uh, this listener says uh, U.S. subsidy of the sixty-plus-year-old fledgling theocracy should stop now and put to more pressing domestic and human- humanitarian needs. 
Um, the theocracy that listeners are referring to is Israel, of course. It's kind of like the uh, 66-year-old kid still living with his parents, time to cut the cord. Uh, Tom earlier had suggested something along those lines that America needs to wean Israel off um, to, to avoid being further embroiled in that, uh, in that particular conflict. That's not going to happen. The influence of Israel in um, American foreign policy is just too great at this point. There's just too many strong, strong backers of Israel in American foreign policy for that to happen. And I think there's a sense that we just can't as a nation. We cannot. As a nation, it is impossible for us to turn our back on Israel. And I, and I just wonder, with, again, the, the people dying at the fence in Gaza and dozens now, dozens, and the conflict that's erupted and, and Israeli soldiers open firing on Palestinians. I just wonder if there's not at that moment where you say um, to, to extend what this listener has said about the 66-year-old kid living with his parents, is there not a point where you can say to that kid, hey man, maybe stop with that. Maybe, maybe shooting through the fence at the... And I, and I'm probably getting that wrong, so try not to hold me to the actual, what's actually, who's shooting what, where, but a lot of people dead, let's put it that way. Maybe that's not the best way to go about it. Let me, maybe let's figure out a different way to go about it. Maybe you have that discussion at some point. Because it doesn't ease conflict. I mean, are you are you committed to to caging up the Palestinians permanently? Are you committed to that? Are you committed to uh, basically holding them up in a, in a little section and, and locking them up behind a gate? Is that what you're committed to? Are you committed to that? Are you committed to, you know, are you just putting them in a place where you can, you know, you, you've um, dropped some chlorine gas on them later? I mean, what, what is the plan there? What's the long-term plan? Because if you're just going to shoot them through a fence, I don't know if that's, that's not real good in the long run. Doesn't seem like that's a good long-term plan to me. Now, obviously, they would know better. I'm not suggesting that I would know anything about how to deal with their conflict just from the perspective of somebody in America who sends $5 billion a year to Israel. It doesn't mean that I don't have a big stake, but I think there's maybe a small stake that you know I can, I can question whether that's a good investment for Americans to make. Could be completely wrong about that too. Uh, what is the long term? What's the long term game? It's a little bit strange in America because we have a foreign policy that tends to to wander and drift depending on who's in the White House, and so there is no long term plan. We don't have a long term plan hardly anywhere. It it to the extent that we do, it's because of all those those uh, bureaucrats that were uh, constantly criticizing that appear to be actually the ones in charge of Washington, it's because of those people that there is any sort of long-term vision whatsoever. Because at the, at the most, every eight years it changes. Every eight years it's something different. And completely different if you go from uh, uh, Barack Obama to Donald Trump. Not a U-turn exactly, but as close as it gets. Not 180 degrees, but maybe 135. 
608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air, also on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Steve says the Palestinians need to stop hating. From my perspective, they seem to be the first to start the hate. <laughs> yep. You know, if they would just forget that about like Israel moved in and set up shop and created a country, or one was created for them, they could just forget that. Everything would be fine. Let by- bygones be bygones, essentially. Like, why, why are you holding on to the hate? What's wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Stop. Stop with the hate. I suppose. I suppose. If you haven't heard, today is the first day to, uh, to sign up for the child... I'm switching gears. Sign up for the child tax rebate in Wisconsin. It is $100 per minor child if you have children who are less than 18 as of the end of last year. So they can be 18 now as long as they didn't turn 18 before December 31st. You can apply for the child tax rebate in the state of Wisconsin. 100 bucks per kid. If you got a bunch of kids, you better sign in and get that money. It's a tax rebate. It's your money. It's my money too, but you could go and have some. I don't. I'm I'm all right. You go ahead. You have mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, you just all you you just go get that. You go get that. We're good. We're good. <laughs> it's and I'll get into this in just a minute. I, I would love to hear from anybody, and I have yet. I put this uh, uh, call out today for someone to reply to me who had actually applied for that child tax rebate. I haven't heard from anybody yet. If you have. Please call us because I'd like to hear um, about that process. I, I can't, obviously I haven't because I don't have any kids that that age any longer. But uh, I would love to hear how that went and what you think of the process. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you're curious about a link to apply for the child tax rebate, that is, I believe, in our. Story on our website at wisdomnews.com. You can just click on that link. It'll take you right there to the Department of Revenue website, which guides you through the child tax rebate uh, refund process. There's still a tremendous amount of criticism about this program because it is, or it appears to be, a re-election gimmick. However, if you get in that 100 bucks, you get in that 100 bucks, right? 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Your calls and messages coming Oh, wait, uh, before I get there, this, uh, I do have a caller who wants to know how come there's no flag flying on Grand Ave Bluff Park. Um, and I, well, actually, let me get to the news first, and then we'll come back with that. 608-785-7914, this is Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. The people have spoken. Now you can, too. Your calls are now. She's no good with words, but I'm worse. But they started out a joke of a romantic stuck to my tongue. Way down with words too I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it's the Better Hearing Center Talk, text line 608-785-7914, We'll go to Jim, who's on the air, on the line, rather. Jim, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. I'm sorry, Pete. Pete is on. Pete, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me, Pete. Say, uh, uh, Mitch, my, my uh, take on Israel is this. Friendly relations and trade, no military uh, entanglements, no uh, political entanglements. I don't have anything against Israel. 
I don't have anything against Jews. I don't have anything against doing business with them. But I do have an issue when it comes to United States troops fighting and dying to protect Israel. Israel needs to go ahead, step out on their own. They've got, and personally, I don't know what you think about it, but personally, in my opinion, they have too much power in this country. I mean, when the state of Wisconsin says, well, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to boycott Israel, we're going to boycott you. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, it, it brings me back to the old Voltaire uh, 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 statement, which, you know, you, if you want to know who rules over you, simply find out who you can't criticize. Hmm. I don't know. What's your take on it? Well, I think that you're right about uh, you know the the outsized influence that Israel has on American foreign policy. It is it is extraordinary uh, when you look at every other uh, you use the word entanglement, but every other entanglement that America has, uh, it is this one is is tremendous. Now, I mean, you have to obviously in in the context of where that nation is and the strategic importance of the Middle East to the United States. Obviously, there's something that that is that's part of that whole equation, right? I mean, that's that's something that we have to consider when when we're talking about why Israel's important. Well, uh, absolutely, and since and really, I mean, the people in the United States, do we have sufficient knowledge of what's actually happening over there? Probably not. Yeah, not, yeah well, you know, we're going to get yeah. we're going to get what they give us. So, uh, and and. Uh, the Palestinians and the Israelis and uh, Iran. There's another one. Iran's gonna if they develop a nuclear weapon. Well, we've got them surrounded. If anybody ever looked at a map, we have military bases all around Iran, and they haven't attacked anybody. Their gripe is with Israel. I can't see United States troops fighting and dying for Israel to fight Iran. Yeah. I say I, uh, Israel, sir, if you want to go ahead and go to war with Iran. By so all what, means, what, what, have at it, well, Pete, but what, don't include up. us. When you, asked, when you, you mentioned you talked about military entanglements. Are, is that also in relation to the amount of military aid that we send to Israel? Should we not be entangled in that way either? Well, I, I don't believe uh, they need that much. $11 million a day I, I don't know. to Israel? Five, For what? $5 billion a year, I but, think, or something like that. But it's a lot of money. Well, it's it's uh, thirty eight billion dollars, uh, and uh, if you look, uh, I've been following Israel since the, their inception in nineteen forty eight. Yeah. Uh, they APAC. I mean, if you go down the organizations that actually uh, lobby and control and think tanks and formulate foreign foreign policy in this country, why? Well, <laughs> Uh, it's it's uh, and and then they have uh, even uh, senators and and congressmen have come out and said, well, you know, we're going to have to make a pledge to Israel in order to get money to run for re-election. Mm-hmm. They've come out openly and said that. So, and and okay, that's okay. I can see people wanting to take money, but as far as military, I I just don't like the part where U.S. troops have to go over there and fight and die for Israel. No, no. That's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Friendly relations and trade, yeah. Bribery, okay, it happens. You know, <laughs> but not not our men and women in in in, uh, in uniform. I don't know if you agree with that, but it seems reasonable to me. You know. Uh, okay, and I, I think I get what you're saying, but it, in, in in no matter how you look at it, there needs to be a reevaluation of this this relationship. Essentially, is what you're saying. Well, it it. it, it 
I don't see any kind of reevaluation happening anytime soon because it's kind of a locked up deal. You know, a lot yeah. of people said, well, you know, Barack Obama is uh, an Arab, and uh, but he went along with the Jewish agenda, the uh, Israeli uh, hegemony happening. They want industrial, military, and economic control of the Middle East, and that's just the bottom line. Uh, they're gonna. They want the Golan Heights, so they're gonna keep bombing Syria. You know, they already occupy the Golan Heights, and you know, international law. You know how ridiculous that is. It's just a bunch of talking heads sitting around uh, crying. It looks like the crybaby brigade to me. You know, because they're not going to be able to do anything about it. Israel is going to do what Israel wants to do. Okay. My contention is. Let the United States out of it. We don't need to be involved in that war. People do not need to die. You know, selling them weapons? Right. Hey, sell them all the weapons they want. All That's right. business. That's what the United States do. They sell business, correct? Yeah, sure. I mean, they sell, they sell weaponry, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no question. Pete, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Interesting stuff from Pete there. Um, um, and uh, just to clarify, I think that uh, the five billion in aid per year. I think, I mean, it's the military aid. The agreement that was signed by President Obama in twenty fifteen, maybe. Hmm. I think that was three point eight billion dollars a year for ten years. That was the military aid, and then there's additional money that goes for other. Eight as well, so I think it comes to about five billion dollars a year, and the thirty-eight billion dollars that Pete referenced was that uh, total aid package. That was the largest um, military aid package agreed to for one nation ever at that time. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. If you'd like to join us here on the air, yeah, we we kind of waffled in between uh, bicycles and. Um, military aid to Israel, which is, uh, you know, they're very similar things, obviously. <laughs> um, eh, maybe. All right. Uh, the, let's see. Oh yeah. I was going to say the child tax rebate. Uh, we have, um, as you, as you may have heard today is the beginning. If you're in the state of Wisconsin, you have kids, you can begin to, uh, apply to get a child tax rebate. It's a hundred dollars per kid. You just apply online. The link is on our website at wisdomnews.com uh, if you want to get your money. Uh, I talked with uh, on Alaska State Rep Steve Doyle today. He is continues, as many, many others do, <laughs> to believe that while that money is, uh, is going to welcome hands for, for parents of minor children, this the dispersal of this is slightly less than equitable. And it's hard to disagree with that. It really is. Uh and that it is this is more or less a um, you know, a reelection gimmick. I don't know how you feel about that, but if you look at a a tax rebate and I, I know it's not popular to think of the tax rebate going in as, uh, you know, going, being returned in the ratio by which it was paid. Nobody wants to see that. That's not popular with anybody because that means the biggest taxpayers are getting the biggest refunds. 
uh, it, so it's not, so, so you, so you have the people that are the millionaires in Wisconsin that are paying the, the huge chunks of taxes that they are, if they are, uh, would be getting massive amounts of refunds from the state while, you know, many people who don't get, who don't pay taxes for whatever reason, earn income tax credit for him, for one, they wouldn't get anything. So that nobody wants to see that. I don't think like that's not a, like politicians. Politicians don't want to see that. They don't like the optics involved with that. Um, when I talked to Steve Doyle, he was saying that the people with, you know, middle, uh, lower income people who don't have any kids don't get a refund. Whereas millionaires with kids still get, you know, a couple hundred bucks. And that's, that was his problem with the equity in, in relation to this tax rebate. Which again, you can start applying for today if you have minor children. Uh, and, and through July 2nd too. You can, keep, you can apply through July 2nd and you have to do I think you have to do it online. I think you have to go to the website to apply. If I'm not mistaken. And the other part of, of his issue was that it, this is and we talked about this, this is kind of a, a re-election gimmick, that it's, it's just a lot about a payoff right before the election because you don't get those checks until September. And that comes right on the heels of that sales tax holiday. And you can bet, and I think that there's something to that. I don't, you know, it's, it's easy to dismiss and say, yeah, you know, that is not really at the core of this. And we've talked, we talked to Governor Walker and, and he addressed that criticism on the air here and said that this is, you know, we, when we have a, a big surplus, we want to get that surplus back into the hands of taxpayers. And that's what he said when he was on the program, when we talked about this initially, and this is the best way he said at the time, this is the best way to do it. And, um, and that's exactly what will happen. But you know, in September, you're going to be like, Checks courtesy of Governor Walker. It's it, it's going to look more transparent then, I think. Yes, Rick. Um, as of two p.m., seventy-one thousand people have have signed up for the tax rebate. Apparently, also, why can't we use this money to fix the roads? Why aren't we fired What's up wrong about with, that? What's wrong with the roads? Well, I don't know. Everyone seems to complain. Anything, anything that we do in Lacrosse that isn't fixing the roads, Fix the we roads. get fired up. So why Fix not? The roads. And isn't it a state highway that goes through Lacrosse that we're trying to get? We fixed? actually, when we talked to Governor Walker about that, that was something he addressed as well because we asked him that question. And um, part of that, part of the reason for that is the segregated funding um, for transportation in the state of Wisconsin. The funding for that's this was what this is what he told us. That doesn't mean it can't be done. This is what he told us because the seg- the department transportation fund is segregated that somehow those funds you can't use for that or something. But you can just like give that. them to parents with kids. You can just dump it on kids. <laughs> Wait, it seems like kids. you would have to go through some, jump through some, some hoops to do that. No, right? You just like change you the law. You just change the law. That's right. all you do. You could change the law to fix <laughs> the roads. <laughs> Apparently you could, fa- you could do that. Why aren't we mad? Well, Steve people Doyle, fix Steve the Doyle talked about, um, is some other things that he brought up as well, but uh, fix the road should be like the constant anthem here in the state of Wisconsin. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Let's see. We'll go back to the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We'll go to Eric. Eric from Sparta. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I know this old tax credit thing looks like it's a political uh, giveaway or a favor or something like that. And I agree, it kind of looks that way. But 
regarding uh, by, by, by partisan Steve Doyle, did he happen to vote for this or against it? And if, and if he did vote against it, I wish you'd uh, uh, put that out there, advertise that too, like you want to oppose uh, what you do for Governor Walker. And I read it looks political, but it works both ways. And I thank you. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Um, yeah, I don't think that, I don't believe anybody. I'm trying to remember if there was, uh, no, I, I, there were people who voted against it, but I don't remember. It wasn't very many. The child tax rebate and the, the credit, it's, those are hard to vote against. They really are. You know, it, it's, uh, you you vote against parents getting money that, you know, with kids. Like, how many people are voting against that? I'd have to look at that, Eric. I don't. I don't have those numbers in front of me right now. I can find that out. That's pretty easy to find out. Um, we'll. We'll. I'll check that out. I appreciate the call, though. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Let's see. Greg, by the way, that child, that tax credit. Greg says you can claim it. Claim the tax credit in Spanish. He's on the website now. I bet there's other. Are there other languages you can use? I wonder. Can you claim it as, can you use Hmong to claim the child tax credit? Are you on the website? Well, I was, I was just looking to see if you could sign up another way because, um, you know, what if you don't have the internet? Yeah, I, I thought I read that you had. You, you can call an access line. Oh, you can. Okay. All right. Um, let's just go. Here we go. Childtaxrebate.wi.gov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really the, slow. Is it's it, going slow. Uh, there's like a million people right now. There are people that are now getting off of work going, oh, man, I'm getting me some money. I am getting me some money. Should we see if we can game the system and get me a $100 tax? I feel like I, I mean, could use that. I think that that would be super fun if you do it. I'm not willing to being be. Being not a Wisconsin resident I, and having no children. I, I'm going to try to avoid being um, charged with fraud. So I'm going to not do that. But I encourage you to. But if too. I do it while at work. As a work expense. Yeah, you can call it a work expense when you have to pay a lawyer. That's probably that probably is something that's true. In fact, I I'm gonna go ahead and commit the company to defending you in court. <laughs> um, we'll see how that I goes. Just, I just hit start here, but there's Did no you? Uh, All right, good. That's bold. That's really bold. Well, there's no uh It doesn't believe no, I want to do it in Spanish or okay. So there's no way for you to change the language right now. Well, I mean yeah, we're on if the child, Craig says there is. We're on the Wisconsin Child Tax Rebate website. It's child oh, tax. Oh, there it is. Child on the tax t- right rebate. on the top. It says uh, this N Espanol. No, yep, I'm just kidding. That's real close. There's a squiggly above the N. I don't okay. know what that means. Uh, so uh, Rick is on the child tax site right now. That's it, though. Only that language. Okay. How many? You know, how many children are you going to say you have? Um. Could use a new PlayStation. So three children. Three children. All right. So Rick is going to go in for the three children. Now he doesn't have Social Security numbers. So if you'd be willing to call and give us uh, your children's Social Security numbers, that would be helpful for him. Oh, you need your kids' Social Security numbers. Yes, you do. You have to have your kids' Social just Security numbers. Cl- claiming it. Claiming it. I think it's just claiming. Claimant. I believe it's is just that claimant. me or my children? I think that you would be the claimant. Although I, I you know, have to admit that I'm not. If you're a clear. kid that turned 18, like right at this pay period, wouldn't you be like, I want the hundred dollars? Like, what why you, is my parents so, getting this hundred dollars? So you you turned 18 on January 1st. How like how or not you turned you turned 18 on um, on December 31st? How frustrating would that be? 
Um, yeah, I don't think you can. I don't. Think and what's can. the gimmick here? Like, why are we doing it for the these people, <laughs> these parents? Like, what? Why and why eighteen? Why not up to like five? Or is it just the the numbers? Like, there's that much money and that many parents out there. I, I'm going to go ahead and tell people that you don't have children, and so you clearly don't understand what sort of insane burden it is. For those millionaires with children to, that need the hundred dollars, <laughs> like why? Why wouldn't it be how like many, people how making many of those up people, to thirty? How many of those people are getting a child tax rebate? Do you think? Well, like I don't, how many? I mean, how many millionaires are there in Wisconsin? There can't be. A, a I don't know boatload, right? Yeah, there's probably like thousand, seven seven hundred dollars worth of millionaires. There's probably a thousand thousand millionaires. I bet there's a thousand millionaires in Wisconsin, maybe two thousand. And then how many have kids that were under eighteen? Yeah. They don't have. Do millionaires have kids? They do they even claim them? They just make children. They create them. It's a really weird thing. But they don't. They're not actually doing this. It's actually people that they're they're just their accountant automatically does it, and so the accountant is claiming the child. And why are we just giving this money away? Like, shouldn't we put it in the piggy it's bank? It's our money, Rick. Should... It's our money. It belongs to us, to the people. <laughs> but you're not getting it. Power to the people. Power to you're all people. Power to the, power to the parents. Power to the parents of, of minor children, not that can adult children who are still at home. Do they get it? Uh, <laughs> and they can use the money for anything, right? Because like the whole tax holiday is like you there's stipulations up the wazoo. Can't, can't use it. You can't. They'll find if you buy marijuana, they will find out. <laughs> there is no chance they're not no finding buying out about Doritos it. with this money. Do not buy Doritos or Mountain Dew, or they're definitely going to find out. This is wisdom by Mitch Reynolds. Pearl Street Brewery celebrates 19 years of local beer. Thank you to all the people that have drank our beer, supported the brewery, and allowed. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. I'm a Charles Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Go on to that website and claim your child tax care rebate, child tax rebate, not tax. Whatever. It's a rebate for your kids. They're minor children. You get that hundred bucks. Go make the world a better place. And or just keep it or spend it on you know, beer. Uh, thanks for all of your input this afternoon and this evening. Most of all, thanks my love to Anna. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom.